Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start today. I am loving our series on the Inspire on the Go podcast as we are talking about pursuing a God-sized vision and focus for life. Today, we're going to talk about a very important aspect of our walk with God, and that is our prayer life. Lisa Jones is here, and she's going to talk about abiding prayer. Lisa is a wife. She's a mom. She's the women's ministry leader at Beach Street Baptist Church. Lisa loves the, the Lord, and she loves to pour into the lives of others. And today, I know you're going to hear Lisa's heart as she encourages you to seek God, to know God, to love God, and to serve God. She's going to equip us in practical ways to connect with God through prayer. I want to just say a personal note, a personal word about Lisa. When I met Lisa several years ago at a training at Beach Street Baptist Church, the Lord just connected our hearts. Uh, I went to her at the break and I just in introduced myself to her and I just wanted to know something about her story. There was something about Lisa that was just so special. It was her warmth. It was her smile. It was literally the fruit of the Spirit that was evidenced through her in her demeanor, in her responses that really drew me in. So as we were talking, I discovered that Lisa was passionate about prayer. What Lisa didn't know is that at the time, I was praying that God would raise up a prayer leader for the state of Arkansas. Through the series of several conversations, Lisa agreed to join the Inspire leadership team and to serve in the role of prayer leader or prayer advocate for the state of Arkansas. And I can tell you firsthand, friends, that this woman loves the Lord and she is passionate about prayer. And so I know that you're going to enjoy this episode. I know you're going to learn so much. And more than anything, I know that your heart is going to be encouraged as you have the opportunity to take up your coffee and sit down at the table with Lisa Jones and to hear about abiding prayer. So grab your coffee, uh, enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go with Lisa Jones. Hi, sweet friends. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Uh, today we've come to talk about prayer, about intercessory prayer as well, to focus on scriptures that teach us uh, what it means to pray while we pray. But I want to tell you just a little bit about my journey um, with the Lord in prayer. As long as I can remember that God has allowed me to pray for others. And when I was just a tiny little girl, I can remember my dad tucking me in at night and teaching me to pray. We would pray for everyone in my family by name. We'd go through the, the long list. We would also pray for anyone else that God brought to mind during that time. That was such a special time for me. It taught me that we have a father who listens that we have a Father whom we can depend, um, that we are needy, and uh, that He hears us. I can also remember going with my grandmother. One of the um, special times that we had was in church, and I can remember her standing beside me and placing her hands over mine. When it came time to pray, she would fold my little hands, and I would look at her, <laughs> And I can remember her showing me to bow my head uh, in adoration, in humility, in awe, Father in heaven. Those are vivid 
vivid memories. They are times that God planted seeds that he would continue to water throughout a lifetime. I can remember as I came back to the Lord as a young adult going on a mission trip to Kamloops, British Columbia, and there being a a lady there named Miss Helen. We were there for, I think, 11 days maybe, but I can remember being connected to her, wanting to sit by her. She prayed for me. So grateful for the example that she was as someone who loved Jesus and loved to talk to him about his children. She believed him. She believed the promises of the Bible. She believed that her prayers would be answered. Off and on, God has brought uh, people into my life like this. Just yesterday, I talked to two two ladies, and uh, both of them love Jesus so much, and it shines through them that they have been with the Father, that they love to pray for others and lift them up. They love to talk to Jesus. Oh, how I long to be one who loves being with her Father. And I do. And we, it's important for us to look at Scripture, to talk about what prayer is. We can look at Jeremiah 33, 3. Jesus says, God says, Call unto me, and I will answer and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. He tells us to call unto him. That's prayer. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet without sin. Let us then approach his throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. That is prayer, sisters. He invites us to come and approach this throne of grace. Not only approach it, but approach it with confidence so that we might receive mercy, find grace to help us in our time of need. Also in 1 Timothy 2, 5, it says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man of Christ Jesus. That is prayer. We can pray because he is our mediator. He is the way. You and I, we can pray because it says in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. You and I can pray. It is a gift. John 1, 12 says, Yet to all who have received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We have a right to come to our Father because we are His children. Oh, how I love it when my children want to come and sit with me and talk. I love that so much as their mama. I know our Father 
loves for us to come to Him as His children, to listen to Him, to learn from Him, and to talk with Him. Revelations 3.20 says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Who can pray, friends? We can pray. He wants to come in and eat with us and us with him. In 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Mark eleven twenty five says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Why should we pray? John fourteen thirteen says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. Well, we should pray that it may bring glory to the Father. Oh, Lord. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Why should we pray? Why should we pray? Mark 1.35, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Well, we should pray because Jesus prayed. How much more then should we? James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Oh, goodness. Why should we pray? A prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Well, when should we pray, friends? Well, in first. Thessalonians 5.17, the scripture says, pray continually. Praying continually, I think, is something that has grown um, throughout my life. It's realizing your dependence on the Lord every minute, every hour of the day. As I wake before my eyes are opened, realizing my Father is there, praying, thinking through the day, thinking how grateful I am to wake another day to praise His name. Praying continually as you go about your day, whether you're at your job or in your home, you look at the people who surround you, you look at the names that you've written in your journal, you bring them before the Father. We are a needy people. God has shared with us in His Word that He knows we are but a breath that we are here today, gone tomorrow. One of my prayers is that God would use every part of my life up for His glory and His name. I love to talk to Him about His children. It allows me to, to know His heart for them when He brings things to my heart and to my mind. I'm just so grateful for the honor it is to be called a child of the King. In that light, when I am in my prayer closet, one of the things that um, brings me into just that right attitude of prayer, that attitude of building these prayers on God's character, 
on who he is. It's so precious. I like to remember who he is, so I often focus on the names of God the way he has taught me about himself. So we can name some of those things. God is, he is Lord. He is Jehovah. He is the Lord, our provider, our banner. He is the Lord who sanctifies. The Lord, our shepherd. The Lord, our peace. The Lord, our righteousness. The Lord who is there. He is God Almighty. He is powerful and willing to supply his character. He is God, my Savior. He has regard for me. He is mighty. God has done great things for me. I focus oftentimes on the names of Jesus. He is the bread of life, light of the world, door of the sheep. He is the good shepherd. He is the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth, the life, the true vine. He is rabbi. Jesus is judge, he is high priest, he is king of kings, lord of lords, friend and brother. He is mine, and I am his. Focus on who he is. And then oftentimes, the names of God will lead me to repentance, to realizing who I am, who I would be without Jesus, my Savior. I pray oftentimes, Psalm 139, 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Confession of sin is necessary for my fellowship with God. It says in Scripture that we can grieve the Holy Spirit. I long for His movement and His Word and for him to dwell in such a way in me that I will know how he wants me to pray. That I will depend on him and seek him. I long to be right with my Father. So I confess my sin and I ask him to reveal anything in me that does not please him. Confess those things to him by name. I long to be in the presence of the Lord. I love him. And when confession has happened... It follows with such thankfulness and gratitude for relationship with the Father. Oftentimes, this can be followed up with intercession for others. Like I said, we it's based on God's character. We can stand in the place before God in the place of others. I bring my children before the Lord. Bring my husband before the Lord. My neighbors my precious family members, friends, the checker at the grocery store, whoever God brings to my mind, whoever might be written in a journal, God allows us to come and stand before him in the place of those people. What a privilege, what an honor that is. Oftentimes, there is perseverance perseverance that has to happen of the intercessor. We continue in prayer for people. Uh, there are people who have been in my prayer journal for years about specific prayer needs. I love that perseverance 
Um, I know that others have persevered for me. Thank you, Lord, for those who have prayed for me. Remember, as you intercede for others, you have a partner in intercession, and it is the Lord himself, you know, the Jesus. It is Christ that died, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Romans 8, 34, Jesus is interceding for us. The Holy Spirit is our partner in prayer. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, friends. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered, because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Romans eight twenty six and 27. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us and intercedes for others as we come before him. I think it's important to remember that the promise of intercession is sure. Matthew 7, 7. It says here in God's word, Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. Oh, and in James 5, 16, it says, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The promise of intercession is sure. In Psalm 82, two, I mean 88, 2, it says, May my prayer reach your presence. May my prayer reach your presence, Lord. Yes, Father. In Isaiah 50, verse 4, this makes me think of the mornings by mornings when we wake up. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to listen as a disciple. I love that so much. Friend, take some time to reflect on what God has taught you about prayer. Prayer for me is based on the word that he has called us to pray. He has invited us to come and to dine with him, to share with him. He intercedes for us. So grateful for his example of prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. What an example. What a precious way to teach us to pray. It is important. Jesus prayed. May we pray. I love you. I pray that you were encouraged today. Um, be blessed, dear sisters. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full free abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.